This is Nerve Radio. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Show um, on Football Discussed. As always, you're joined by myself, Ollie Ferris, and my co-host, Andy Jones, on this fine afternoon. I'm good. I'm good, Ollie. Um, How are we, Andy? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm just slightly disappointed with uh, the outcome of my fantasy team. Some of my early season um, gut instincts haven't really paid off at the moment in in two areas, specifically my Leicester players that just haven't hit the ground running and have, you know, made me have to rethink my whole strategy for this early part of the season. Well, you know, I don't think I've got to that bad of a start, but the first week really killed me, having both Salah and Fernandez do absolutely well, very well, and along with everyone in the country, having both of them in the team, um, getting loads of points, that's made me look a lot worse than perhaps I should do, because um, I'm pretty happy with the start I've got um, on 129 points so far. Um, so, you know, it's not that bad of a start. But talking about fantasy, we'll start off with a bit of news as like to. Uh, on what we discussed and uh, relating to the fantasy show, uh, Harry Kane, he's now confirmed uh, via Twitter that he will be staying with Tottenham this summer and for the foreseeable season. Um, and obviously that is good news for fantasy football fans. That means Harry Kane will likely be very focused on uh, scoring lots of goals for Tottenham, uh, hoping to achieve success, as he says in his words. Um, so, you know, maybe it might be time to get Harry Kane into your team. Um, we've seen that only how many people put him in their team? Harry Kane. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have thought he's highly selected at the moment. I haven't really paid attention to Harry Kane's. Yeah, he's only, he's only selected by 7.4%. So, but personally, I feel Lukaku is the player to go for at the moment. If, if, if you're going on a premium striker, you're going for Romelu Lukaku, you know, scoring on his debut at the weekend. Against Arsenal, you know, for six, seven minutes into the game, you know, he looks like he's going to be a force this season. And I think he's the player that everyone needs in their team. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's go. Let's talk about how our teams did. Um, I, I, a bit underwhelming, my team, really. I mean, my big hit is yeah. Fernandez. I brought Fernandez in, scores me one point, you know, very, very disappointing against um, Southampton. Um, and most Salah, you know, you know, having a goal disallowed against Burnley, which um, which frustrated me, um, but was at least I made the better choice for making him captain than Fernandez. So I got six points. <laughs> I didn't triple captain him. I'm glad I. I, I, I yeah, uh, no, I said that was a big uh, bold shout. No, yeah, I'm glad you didn't go through that because that would have ended disastrous. You know, for me, the problem really, well, obviously, the Salah and Fernandez underscoring, but the problem for me, I think, lies in. Harvey Barnes and Ian Acho, two players who, you know, are mid-range priced and just haven't performed for me. And, you know, two players that probably I'd want to swap them for at the moment is Mikel Antonio and uh, Saeed Benrahma. I mean, the West Ham players are the ones to go for, not the Leicester players. Seems to be no, the way. Yeah, yeah you are spot on. Um, yeah, look, my week was okay. I mean, there's a lot of players in there that didn't get the points I wanted him to. I had Mason Mount on the bench and he's obviously gone and scored six points against Arsenal, um, which obviously very, very annoying. But my main man, like you've said there, that you want to bring in Antonio, 16 points, no captaincy. 16 points is a lot of points. He's done very well in that game. Um, and like I've said before, numerous times, anything West Ham do, attacking-wise, 
you know Antonio is most likely going to be involved there and you, we know West Ham can score goals. So he, he's going to be in my team for a long, long time until he gets injured probably, which is, you know, which is likely with Antonio. We know he's, he's quite injury prone sometimes. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But I have, you know, with, with fantasy, I feel like if you get off to a bad start, then it's, it, it's, a, it's a long way back up. Uh, and it takes a long way, a long time to get them points back up to number one on your leaderboards. So that's why I have taken the decision to bring in my wildcard. I have used my wildcard um, already three games into the season. Might sound a bit ridiculous, but, you know, I think we fancy if you do get behind, it's a long way back. That's why I've taken the decision early. Well, uh, I uh, I hear you there. I'm I'm I've been contemplating the wild card as well, but I'm also contemplating just taking a four point hit and making Amazing. two transfers this week and and getting rid of Ian Atre for Antonio and getting rid of Harvey Barnes for Ben Rama would actually leave me a little bit of spare money in the bank because Ben Rama's um, only six point two million, and you know. I feel that I would claw those points back maybe in this game week. But then again, I'm also thinking, you know, do I take you do it over a couple of weeks? I'm also thinking, do I want to try and bring Lukaku in? So is it worth doing a wild card? So I'm sort of undecided what I'm doing this week at the moment. And I'm kind of leaving it to the very last minute. And tomorrow I will finalise my decision on whether I wild card, whether I, or I make one or two transfers. But, um, you know, I wanted to talk about Samikas for Liverpool. You know, he scored 11 points this week, got an assist. He's 17 points so far. Um, he's, he's you know, probably, I think he's the best defender um, in the game. Oh, no, sorry, Alonso is, uh, and uh, James obviously had a brilliant weekend this weekend, scoring, uh, was it 18 points to get this game week? Um, so along great. with you know, Alonso and James at Chelsea, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, 18. And then you've got Samikas on, on 17 with Pinnock at Brentford as well. You know, but for 4.2 million now, um, Samikas, you know, is an absolute steal. Um, but rumours Robertson could return for the Chelsea game. Yeah, you're right. He, you know, for that money, or for, yeah, for, for that money, he's a bit of a steal. But I understand that Andy Robertson is due back in a couple of games. So just looking at the news now, whether Samikas will still be involved um, consistently, um, as much as we've seen so far, I very much doubt it. So, I, I mean, I feel that he, he's worth keeping until we know how consistent Robertson's going to be, because at 4.2 million, there's he, he's, he's no harm him him being your bench defender or you putting him in your team and him being subbed out for your next defender because, you know, the likelihood is, is that if Robertson starts, Samikas won't come on. So, you know, I, I feel at least for the first few weeks while Robertson gets back in, he, he's worth keeping an eye on. And then, you know, you've got you know, Shane Duffy at, at Brighton. You know, what a... You know what a start to the season he's had. Only selected by nine point eight eight percent. You know scored um, another was it two lots of eight points um, for Duffy. He's on sixteen. You know um, sorry not two. Yes, sorry two lots of eight points. Uh, he's on sixteen. I, I think you know that's a, a possible shoe in player there. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Like Duffy at Brighton. I like the look of Brighton, but I, yeah. I've got Brighton goalkeeper so. I'm always dubious about having too many of the same players in defence. Right, yeah, no, Brighton are a good team. Um, and they will do well this season, I think. So, their defence, you know, without Ben White there, you think, you know, is there actually a big name that you can put in there? Yeah, they're definitely, Shane Duffy has, you know, he's had a good start to the season. Um, as a, as a defence as a whole, they're very solid. 
Um, so I wouldn't shy away from bringing in um, Brian defenders. So me using my wild card, I'll, I'll announce who I've brought in. Um, I've taken out Matt Targ and Ben Chua for my defence. Uh, ben Chuel, I don't know, he's, he's not starting. Alonso is on form. It's going to be a lot of interchanging between them two, I see. So I've brought Reece James in. Outstanding week against Arsenal. Um, and he's just an outstanding player. Um, him and Lukaku have a lot of fun from the right-hand side. Uh, with crosses, stuff like that. And he does seem to be more of a shoe-in than Chua at the moment. So I've brought James in, Reece James. Aaron Cresswell, who I brought in instead of Matt Target. Uh, Aaron Cresswell, you know, West Ham, he, he was a high point scorer last season for them. And they may not keep many clean sheets, but Cresswell loves to get forward. Uh, he got a goal in the opening game. Um, so he will be uh, a good a good fullback uh, to be in my team. And then in my midfield, I brought Ben Rama in and Diego Jota in. Um, I've just no, I've just got down on my list here players I want to bring in Lukaku, Jota, Ben Rama, Ben Joe, Jota and Ben Rama. Definitely two players I want to get into my team. Yeah. Um, and the more we have this discussion, the more I'm veering towards using the wild card now. Um, although I, I always tend to wait until after the first international break, um, just in case there's injuries to players whilst they're away on international breaks. But you know. Um, you know, there's you know all these rumours that players that are playing in the red list countries won't be going so you know maybe I need to do it this week and not take the risk of like you say having another low scoring week because of the likes of Barnes and Ian Acho especially for my team are, are sort of underperforming they're the really only underperformers I mean I'm not going to get rid of Salah and Fernandez. you know they're going to come good right. all season um, my back line of Shaw, Rudiger and Samikas I think you know has done me well so far Shaw I think will get more assists. Um, Rudiger, it, you know, he's one of the Chelsea you know, first names on the team sheet, I think, under Tuchel at the back there. And uh, it's always good for a clean sheet. And like we say, Samikas has is, is had a good start. Um, trouble is, I, I have injuries to Ben White and Ryan Bertrand on my bench. So I am looking a bit weak. Um, if uh, if Samikas drops out, I could lose more points there. So... Yeah, I am thinking about the wild card now, I have to admit. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm starting to convince you. Um, yeah, definitely a move that I'm happy to take at this point. But, you know, enough about our teams. Let's have a look at the fixtures coming up this weekend. Yeah, um, so... And, uh, as always, lots of great games. Big games, actually. Sorry? Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm just going to start with uh, the, the first one on the top of my list, Arsenal versus Manchester City. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go game by game. Um, 12 kickoff on the Saturday. Um, it's might, it might, it's going to probably will be another miserable afternoon for Arsenal, unfortunately. <laughs> um, you know, they, they, they did do well last night against West Brom in the uh, EFL Cup 6 0 win, which I'm sure would have given the players a bit more confidence, um, a bit more, you know, morale within the dressing room. There was probably a lot of question marks whether Arsenal would beat West Brom, to be fair. <laughs> Um, so they've done well to come through with a you know a 6-0 thrashing. Um, but you know, you don't see it leading to much um tomorrow afternoon. I see City winning comfortably. Um, yes, I do. I think there's always the you know, can Arteta be someone that knows it, Pep's tactics a little bit better, but I feel City have moved on from the days of Arteta being there, and you know, I don't think that really comes into play. Like you say, good thrashing against um in the week, getting their goals, but you know, look pretty abject, you know, in the Premier League, away to Man City. I think it's going to be very tough for Arsenal. Arsenal. 
Arteta under pressure. But, you know, sometimes these are those games that, you know, throw that spanner in the works. Um, but I, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, Man City. I, I, again, I, I'm just struggling to see who you go for. And actually, the player I think you go for is Jack Grealish. He started in both games. Um, he is, you know, he is a, you know, seems to be a player that Pep wants to have in the team from the beginning. And, you know, maybe with the, the money that's been spent on him, mm-hmm. You know, he, he is a player that, that is going to, you know, at least until he starts not performing, be in that team. And, uh, and at 8 million, it's not a bad not a bad price for someone that could get you a lot of goals. You know, you saw Mara's put onto the bench. You know, you know, will Sterling start? Will Torres start? You know, will Gundogan start again? You know, it's just, you know, uh, I, I just struggle to, to always think, is it worth spending the money <clears throat> on City players when Pep rotates so heavily? Yeah, no, you're 100... my advice on this one is go for Grealish, I think. <clears throat> no, you know, I think you just put on because there's been a lot of uh, situations that you know I've had a Man City player in there and they've just got me zero um, due to Pep's rotation. So we say this every week do try and avoid the City players, but I feel like if you're going to go someone you're right, Jack Grealish for eight million, and you know, like you say, he's probably going to be starting most games considering it costs them 100 million. So uh, and I mean, you look at Laporte comes in, comes in, plays his first game of the season, and scores fourteen. But will he start again against Arsenal? No. Could we see Diaz and Stones? You don't know. You really don't know. Could be Diaz and Stones that uh, combine. So, you know, it, it is it is just really really tough. You know, Jesus, you know, had, had a good week as well. But you know, he didn't start in the opening game, and it's just how you know how that all comes into play. You know, will we see De Bruyne return? You know. There's just so many uh, permutations, and and I think there's, you know, money can be spent better elsewhere, especially on the likes of Sterling at 11 million. You know, I just don't think it's worth it at the moment. Yeah, that you know, yeah, some of the big players are very expensive, like Sterling. Um, 11 million is definitely, definitely not worth it. Uh, maybe a couple of years ago when he was starting every game and getting those goals and assists, yeah, 100%. But uh, <laughs> that time has seemed to seems to have passed. On Arsenal, though, you know, we can't always focus on the negatives. They've still got good players in there. Um, Bakaya Saka, I think, is always always worth a shout um, and he returns back to fitness. Um, you know, they've got better-looking set of fixtures now compared to the first ones. Um, so they've got Norwich, Burnley, Fulham. Um, yeah. well, I, but... I think he's the player to... Um... That could could be really uh, add some value to the team. You know, he's he's, he's pretty cheap, and uh, you know he, he's looked lively. You know, five point four million. He could be the player along with Saka at six point three. You know, maybe Martinelli as well, five point four. You know, if they find some form, those are the types of players that could could be quite uh, good for Arsenal. And if, and if they short themselves out defensively, you know, Kieran Tierney at five million isn't necessarily a bad shot. Um, yeah, good spells yeah. I think I think Kinty might have a little knock at the moment. He was yeah um, fourth off the Chelsea game, but yeah, you're right. Kinty is is a good shout on that left back position. Um, um, I think we can move on to the next game. Uh, we've got Aston Villa Brentford at three o'clock. Good game. That's that's going to be a very good game. Um, that will be an entertaining game to watch for sure. Um, struggling to call it. Danny Ings um, has provided the. Um, 
you know, the goals again. He looks like he's started well at Villa, so he looks good for his uh, 8.1 million now. Selected by 40% of players, though. So, you know, if if a lot of people in your league have got Ings and, and you're looking to, you know, get some points on people, you know, there's, there's a possibility that, you know, he won't get you any of those differentials, but he looks like solid for, for decent points every week. Um, you know, interesting that El Ghazi took the penalty. Um, you know, he's obviously... Villa's penalty taker when he's on the field. Tyrone Mings, you know, scoring brilliantly uh, with 15 points. Um, you know, got got an assist. Um, you know, so I think, you know, he, he's again. Uh, you know, we can maybe start looking at Villa. Will have turned the corner after that opening day defeat, and I, I see a home win here. So, you know, I really think that you know backing Villa here will will be good. Uh, you know, they're the players that I've picked out: Ings, El Ghazi, Mings. Um, you know, Ashley Young as well, you know, he's a defender, but he, he, he's he been playing in the attacking roles for Villa. So he, he could be someone that gets more assists and goals this season. He could be one of those players that, oh, he's a defender, but actually he's playing a lot further forward. I think he started attacking right midfield on the opening day of the season. So, you know, another option there. Yeah, um, Brentford, uh, you know, Brentford were, were, again, good for their... Good again defensively. Uh, you know, Janssen picking up nine points. Raya in goal. You know, he looks like he could be a very good goalkeeper at 4.5 million. Scored six. Uh, Henry, who I spoke about previous, you know, six. Pinnock, six. You know, defensively kept that clean sheet. So, you know, um, obviously no no goals at Palace. So, the forward line, even Tony, though, we're, we're starting to maybe wonder whether he's going to provide the goals that we were expecting. Yeah, no, I, I've been a little bit sceptical, but I was on, I was listening to Talk Sport the other day where they um, did an interview with Tony, and he, he just reassured me with confidence that he will get the goals. He, he was saying, don't worry, guys, the goals will be coming, don't you worry. Yeah, I, I feel like he's worth sticking um, that, that sort of attitude. And... Yeah, yeah I, I'm sorry. I feel like he's worth sticking with at the moment. I yeah, think he's quite... Um, you know, for, for for the money he is at six and a half million, you know the the player that I would say, but he's now injured is Mo, Neil Mope. You know, he would have been the player that you know he's a doubt for this weekend. But again, at six point five million, he's got off to a flyer at Brighton. You know, he would have been a player that I would have looked. Um, maybe St Maximan is another one, but Newcastle, you know, haven't picked up the points so far this season, and and you know you could worry that. You know, they might struggle and, and once they go on a bad run, you know, what happens there. And then other than those players, I don't really see anyone else that would be worth replacing. Maybe other Adam Armstrong at Southampton, you know, is another one that possibly they're sort of three players that you could replace for Ivan Tony, in my opinion. Um maybe Adam Armstrong being the one that actually No, yeah, I am gonna stick with Tony. I've I've got confidence in him. He scored lots of goals last season in the championship, breaking the record for a championship season. Um, and you know Brentford, I think they're going to do well. Do well for what we expected them this season. So yeah, I think Tony will start scoring goals, hundred percent. So I'll, right. I'll, I'll keep doing it for the next few weeks. Um, let's move on to Brighton Everton. Um, like I've just touched on Neil Mope. He's a doubt for the weekend, which would disappoint um, quite a few fantasy players because um, I think he, he he's quite well selected at the moment. Um, and he got off to a flyer down on the south coast. I'm sorry, he's not well selected. I misread twenty five percent as two point four percent. Five <laughs> percent. Uh, I read that as twenty five percent, and um, <laughs> that was poor. 
Um, yeah, no, Neil Mope, 2.5%. Actually, you know, is, I think, um, a, a very decent chat this season, actually. And he's on my radar to, you know, possibly replace Ivan Tony for that sort of, like I've just said. But 25% chance of play and shoulder injury. Um, so it might be worth avoiding this week. Um, but um, players in this one, you know, Richarlison, you know, he, he's a player that um, I think has started well at Everton. You know, you look at Gray, he got some points last week. Um, it's, there's definitely some attacking potential, I think, at Everton this season. Well, I, I've, I've brought in Dominic Cabot-Lewin um, with my wild card. Um, uh, you know, as a footballer, person, I don't necessarily rate him very highly um, as one of the top strikers in the league. But having said that, uh, he does score goals. Um, he does seem to be the penalty taker for Everton as well, which helps. And we have Benitez, I just like Everton. I think Everton will be a top side. Um, there'll be a big difference from last season uh, under Carlo Ancelotti than, um, than there will be with Benitez. And I think Benitez can develop Cavalier into a better player. He's a good coach, uh, Benitez. So I think, yes, Cavalier has come to our team. Uh, and, you know, like we say, most strikers, if the team's going to do anything, it's going to be through the striker. And, yeah. and I, think, um, I think Demarai Gray at 5.5 million, you know, getting his goal at the... Um, uh, at the weekend, you know, I think that's that that could really do wonders for his confidence. And you know, we could see, um, you know, we 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 could see him, you know, develop into quite a, a good player for um, uh, under Benitez. You know, he's, he's played most of both games. Um, he seems to be a player that's going to play in that number ten role, very cheap, and Everton have been scoring goals. You know, that's five goals in two games under Benitez, which I think don't think people would have expected. And I see them scoring against Brighton. Um, and I think Brighton might struggle up front with Mope and without Mope. And, and I see an Everton win here. And I think, you know, yeah, I see an Everton win. And, and I think, yeah, Calvert-Lewin and Gray, Richarlison, players to definitely think about getting in their team this week. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Um, yeah, maybe Brian won't win this game because they are lacking that attacking threat with goals. But, you know, the, we still bank on them to play good football. Um, but we'll move on to the next game. Uh, West Ham to Palace. Um, West Ham players. West, West Ham players. Captain them this week, I think, personally. Um, you know, your your most salary is playing against Chelsea. Uh, Bruno had a quiet week last week, so do you risk catching him again? But West Ham players, you know, against Palace, who have started badly, uh, who haven't actually scored yet. Um, you know, you, you kind of look at West Ham to do a good job here and I will probably be captaining Antonio this week. It'll be between him and Ben Rama for me, I think. Um, but yeah, Antonio, Ben Rama, Chris Rowe, all on my team and um, hopefully they can give me a lot of points this week. Yeah, no, um, I sort of have to completely agree with that. Although, you know, a player that I want to pick out is um, Fornals. You know, he's only selected by 0.7% of players. But he's part of that attacking dynamic at West Ham at the moment. And, you know, 13 points out of two games. Yes, Ben Rama and Antonio, you know, doubling that. But, you know, he's the next best player. And at 6 million, 0.7%, you know, he could he could be that differential. You know, everyone's got Ben Rama, you know, 21.3%. You know, maybe, you know, if you want that differential early on, four nows, you know, could be that player that I think will get goals and assists. And it will be between him and Ben Rama throughout the season. And I see them being quite close on points. 
Um, and I think he, he's a real player that can, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think Fournals is one. I saw him against Leicester, looked very good, you know, watching that game. And, you know, I just think he, he could be a real, a real good differential player. You know, oh, yeah, scored, spot on. You know, he scored against Leicester. Um, so, you know, and he assisted against Newcastle. So, you know, he, he's there. He, he, he's, you know, helping out with the points. He scored eight points against Leicester. That's, yeah. that's a decent haul. Five points against Newcastle first game week. Decent haul. You know, I, I think he could be a player that, you know, could, could be a key in some players' teams this season if, uh, if you know, a lot of your opposition have got Ben Rama. I think he could be that differential to Ben Rama in that West Ham team. And he's slightly cheaper as well. And Suchet yeah, we, yeah, you're right. We like we like our differentials. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Palo is definitely is a potential one. Along with Jared Bowen, to be fair, maybe not, um, you know, got off to as good as a start in terms of goals and assists as Palo Fornells. But, you know, he, he does start nearly all games, Jared Bowen. He always looks lively, creative, energetic. So, yeah, I think between maybe four hours in the moment, but yeah, definitely one of them two is a good player to have amongst your squad um, as West Ham carry on, on carry on doing well. Um, unfortunately, I don't have anything to say for the Palace players. Um, nothing. Well, I mean, they kept the clean sheet. I mean, it was against Brentford, and I, I'm still I'm still skeptical um, about how they're going to go. I still think they'll concede quite a few goals this season. Um, you know, I know Kiate scored well this week, um, and Guaita's you know, sort of their best players, their goalkeeper, um, you know, scored nine points against Brentford with a clean sheet, but I don't see them keeping a clean sheet this weekend against West Ham. And defensively, really, were there any sort of players that, are, that have really done anything so far in fantasy? So, yeah, we'll move on from Palace. Yet to really um, excite us. Um, where we go next, we've got uh, Newcastle, Southampton. Another, another. Another intriguing, like, intriguing game because you know, Southampton, everyone, I think everyone must have been expecting a, a thumping against May United last week at St Mary's and it did very well. It did very well to get the, to get the draw. Yeah, so maybe not so second, much. I was going to say, other than the second half against Everton, they've actually looked quite good this season and they, they had their biggest ever away win in the League Cup at the weekend. That's uh, right, uh, in midweek. And, you know, looking, looking strong. Shea Adams and Adam Armstrong up front have you know, developed a really good partnership. And I think both of those are worth a, a shout. But I would say Adam Armstrong looks like the one that's going to get the most goals because Adam yeah. has been setting him up. You know, Armstrong should have scored against Man United. That chance he had against De Gea, you know, should have scored. Um, I think that those two are pretty good, but I would go with Adam Armstrong. Um, I also like the look of, um, you know, Salisu and McCarthy. If they can keep clean sheets... Uh, you know, McCarthy in goal, 4.5 million. Salusu, 4.5. Um, you know, I liked uh, Liveramento as well, 4 million. You know, he he looked very good um, against Man United. And James Ward-Prowse, 6.5. If you can get those penalties and free kicks, you know, there's some there's some players in there. Yeah, I don't know, you're spot on, 100%. Um, and Newcastle, I think... I'm, I'm not too sure how they're going to do this season. I'm, I'm actually not because yes, they've got a good attack, but their defense is really bad. <laughs> the defense is bad, and it's going to be, um, uh, you know, a big issue for them this season uh, in terms of how well they do. So, you know, yes, Kelly Wilson is my go-to. 
Newcastle. He's a player that I'd I'd be looking at. So Maximan, yeah, cheap, good player, but you'll be producing for Callum Wilson to get. I think seven point five million for Wilson. I think you're better off maybe going um, with St. Maxman at 6.5. But I also think you're actually probably better off, you know, we've talked about Mope, we've talked about, you know, Tony. These are all players that are, are cheaper than Wilson. Adam Armstrong that we've just mentioned, 6 million. Now, I would pick Adam Armstrong over Callum Wilson at the moment. I think you'll get more value out of him throughout the season. Now, I've got Newcastle to be rock bottom this year and, you know, so far they haven't disappointed in terms of, although, you know, attacking-wise, they look like they, they will provide an attacking threat this season, but I just think that they can't defend and, and that will be their downfall. Um, so I really would only focus on attacking players. Joe Willock is one to possibly look out for at 6 million. Played very well at the end of last season. If he can hit that form again, you know, selected by 1.6 million. He could be one of those differentials, but you know you really have to look at who Newcastle play. And I mean, you know, they got Man United and, and Leeds after Southampton, um, which isn't you know the uh, the easiest of, uh, of runs there. Uh, then then they've got um, so just checking my thing. Um, have Newcastle gone? You know, then they've got Watford away. You know that's going to be tough for them. Then they've got Wolves away. You know, then they got Tottenham at home. Just none of the games until Palace away, which you know maybe they can get a win there. But mm. you know, I just none of those fixtures fill me with confidence that they're going to get many points. So, yeah, a team that I'm probably going to stay clear of personally. Yeah, Newcastle and Palace are the teams that I'm, you know, kind of staying away from. It's going to Southampton. They're my they're my bogey teams as I right. see at the moment. And um, we've still got um, a few games to go through, so I think we we should try and rattle through them. Um, We've got Norwich Leicester. Let's quickly touch on that. Um, I'm, I'm a bit dubious about this one because Leicester haven't started brilliantly and I feel this could be the game that Norwich gets something out of. So I'm a little bit cautious as to, you know, I'm bringing out my Leicester players this week, at least one of them, if not two, if not, you know, wildcarding. So I'm, I'm really not backing Leicester at the moment, having mm. to the way they've started. They haven't looked particularly great. They haven't had that same attacking dynamic that they had at the end of last year or last season. Um, and, you know, th this could be the game that Norwich, you know, nice 6-0 win against Bournemouth in midweek could give them some confidence it. as a team. Um, I, I, I think it. this could be something where yeah, Norwich no, that was a this game. And I'm actually thinking of, um, uh, I believe Rashika um, is a player that I, I like the look of at Norwich. Yeah, no, uh, fair enough. 5.5 million uh, attacking midfielder selected by 0.2% of players. Yeah, I, I think he, he's a, a possible player that could get some points here and thereabouts in, in games that not, you know, home games to Norwich. He, he's the guy that I'm going to go for. Looks good against Liverpool. Um, yeah, no, fair enough. You know, they've had a really tough start, you know, for Teenage Cup for the Championship. Um, and that toss will continue. They've got uh, Leicester and Arsenal. Uh, and then they'll meet their fellow promotion um, team, Watford. So, you know, Norwich, you know, I thought this last season about Norwich, I was really shocked that they ended up doing as bad as it did because for the start of the season, they were very good. They played very good football. They were taken to the big teams. Um, and then, yeah, they, they, they were looking good. You know, Timmy Puki was off to a flying start. Um, so we definitely know he's got the ability to score goals in the Premier League. So once Norwich starts to get a better-looking um, round of games, then perhaps, you know, look at, 
you look at your team, your Pukis, or like you point out there, Rashiki. So, yeah, I would stay, I would stay away from them at the moment though because they haven't scored a goal yet in the Premier League, so it will be tough for them yeah. so far. Yeah. But let's uh, let's move on to the to the big daddy, the five thirty kickoff on Saturday. Um, two two um, heavyweights of the Premier League and European football. You know, both been European champions. Uh, you know, Liverpool several seasons ago. Chelsea are the current champions. You know, this is this is a big one. Um, this is a potential. It's big. This won't decide the title for sure, but this will lay down a marker. Whoever can win this one. Well, no, it's it, it's a it's a big game because you know taking three points away from your title rivals is massive, and considering you can only do it twice in the season, um, then it you know these games are big, they are really big, and for the start of the season as well, it's all about gaining momentum, gaining the lead in the table, and if one of the teams can do that ahead of the other, then you know it, it, it's. Yeah, well, the three players that I'm going to pick up. Very good start. Um, the most, right. you know, the most. Yeah, but the most interesting thing for me uh, in this game is Van Dijk versus Lukaku. Now I know Van Dijk has just come out of injury; he's probably not to uh, up to speed where he we, where we know he can be. But that is still going to be a very interesting battle, and whoever comes out on top, you know, will we'll probably get the points for, for the for the for the game. You know, if if they stop Lukaku, maybe they Liverpool keep a clean sheet. Van Dijk gets six points, or Lukaku wins the battle, scores a couple of goals. He gets the points as well as other Chelsea players. So, yeah. but I can't call it. I really can't call it because it's I mean, deep. players from Liverpool side, I'll, I'll pick out some Liverpool players. I'll let you talk Chelsea, but obviously Mo Salah. But actually, could Sadio Mane be a little bit of, of the classic differential? He's, uh, you know, 0.7 million cheaper. He's only selected by 3.5% of players compared to a staggering 54, you know, almost half of the players have Salah in their team. But Mane scored last week, and Mane's one of these players that once he gets going, he normally goes on runs. And actually, this could be one of those ones where Mane, you know, starts to get a lot more goal contributions. And I think, you know, Mane and Yotta could be the two to go for Liverpool. I mean, Salah's always going to get you goals. But, you know, as a differential, Yotta, Mane, these two Liverpool midfielders, I think, could, could potentially give you differentials over Salah throughout the season. And, you know, Yotta, especially at his price, is one of those players that, you know, really, I think he, he's a shoe in to having your team at the moment. Um, yeah. I'm going to get him in there. Um, we've talked about Samikas earlier, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, obviously, um, you know, you know bit bit more value for his 7.5 million at the weekend, getting an assist. But I still think Samikas is the Liverpool defender to go for this weekend. I don't think Robertson's going to start this weekend. I could be wrong. Um, you know, he is now available according to the fantasy. So we, 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 we could see him, we could see him make a start, but you know, will Klopp bring him straight in against Chelsea? It could be risky if he's not quite up to fitness. Um, yeah, I, I would probably avoid defenders in this game because, you know, other than assisting defenders, like we've talked about Samikas or Alexander Arnold, but, you know, you'll probably talk about, you know, James and Alonso on, on your end. But, you know, I, I think there's going to be goals in this game. And, you know, Salah, Yotta, Mane, players. Yeah, from no, definitely. They're definitely goals. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely goals, that's for sure. Um, I did have a tough time picking because I've got I've got five players that come from Liverpool and Chelsea um, together. So, 
I had a bit of a tough time selecting who to put on my bench. Um, I've got two Chelsea, two Liverpool on. Don't know how that's going to go. I've got James on in the defence, so I'm thinking if it's going to be a clean sheet, it's going to be towards more Chelsea, um, leaning more towards Chelsea. Uh, you know, James, 18 points against Arsenal, outstanding, absolutely outstanding. I know Arsenal let him have a lot of space on that left, uh, well, on our right. He had a lot of space there. But that's the thing of Chelsea with our fullbacks. They always have a lot of space and they're always such an important part of our attack. Um, with Alonso, I'm not too sure if he can be playing every week. Same with Chilwell. That's why I'm taking Chilwell out. But Reese James, I think he's a really good, really good player to have in your team, 100%. So having him in. And Mason Mount, always, I'm going to be honest, I'm, you know, I'm, everyone knows I'm the biggest Mason Mount fan. But I was a bit sceptical when it came to fantasy. Uh, in terms of his you know, goal contributions. But against Arsenal, it reassured me that he's definitely a player to have in the team. Should have had two assists. Um, you know, unlucky that Leno um, saved a good header from Lukaku in the second half. It was, it was a great save um, onto the bar. But Mount should have had two assists. Um, and that's against Arsenal, you know. So Mason Mount is definitely a player that will be, will be upping his goal contributions this yeah. um... season. So I'm confident he will remain in my team. Um, and, you know, uh, and a lot of players, um, you know, a lot of people are going to have Lukaku in their team for obvious reasons. So they're, they're my three pickouts uh, for Chelsea. Yeah, um, well, we're almost out of time. We've still got three games to go. So um, we'll quickly rattle through the last three on Sunday. We've got Burnley Leeds. Anything you want to pick out there? Uh, I mean, I'm going to say Patrick Bamford, um, probably someone, uh, you know, there's players at, at Leeds. It's just, you know, what Leeds is going to turn up. Um, you know, will we get a resolute Burnley? You know, this this could be... Uh, I don't know how to call this one, so... Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of staying away from Leeds, Leeds players just because I'm not, I'm not sure how they're going to pan out, to be fair. They haven't got a great start. Will they do a Sheffield United? Will they get found out a little bit? Maybe. So, I'm not too sure about Leeds United players. I've taken Bamford out of my team. Um... And yeah, I don't see them doing two against Burnley because Burnley are tough side to beat, especially at home. So yeah, yeah I'm fair uh, way for Well, we'll move on to the next game quick. Then we got Tottenham versus Watford. Um, I'm thinking in a home win here. Um, I'm liking the look of Eric Dyer in defence. You know, he's got 13 points so far, four and a half million. Same with Sanchez at the back. You know, Regulon, uh, 5.1, 13 points. Son, um, obviously a player that. Is up at Delhi Alley at six point five. You know he could be a real, could be a real standout player again this season if he's if he's in the heart of that Tottenham midfield. Uh, I like Bergwijn. Um, that's six million in midfield. We talked about Mora last week, six point five million, uh, and obviously we've got Harry Kane potentially returning to the fold. So, um, you know, but as goalkeepers go though, Loris at five and a half, twenty one points so far. He's uh, you know, had a good start to the to the season. Uh, and, and is the top goal scoring goalkeeper. So, you know, Loris is possibly a shout for keeper at the moment. Yeah, 100%. Uh, well, not 100%, because I feel like Tottenham maybe get found out at the back at some point in the season. Uh, I think they need some reinforcements there. Uh, but yeah, Lucas Moura, he's in my team. Um, I like Lucas Moura. He's, he's an attacking player. I would rather have Son there, to be honest, but I'm quite bothered for him. But Harry Kane should be back in the mix soon. I don't know what that will mean for well, Luke Well, I, I think he could start this game. And, you know, if you're thinking about Lukaku and you're thinking about um, um, Harry Kane, Harry Kane's more expensive. If you can afford Harry Kane and you put him in your team this weekend, 
and and he doesn't do the goods. Then you know Lukaku's playing against Liverpool. We don't know how that's going to swing. You could just easily swap him out, you know. And it could yeah. be a Kane and Lukaku swapping it all season, you, you know, depending on who's in form. You know, they're they're the two. It's one or the other. And you know, at the moment, I would go with Lukaku long term. But maybe for this weekend, Kane, Kane could you know he could just come out of the blocks and you know smash a couple in, you know, to prove to everyone that he's committed to Tottenham now that he's come out and saying that. Yeah, perhaps. I think Tottenham will do this, and so I'm not too keen on Watford players this week. Um, I don't know why, I just haven't got that feeling. But we'll quickly move on to Wolves Man United, because we'll have to talk Man United for sure. I don't know, I really don't know Man United. I really don't know. You know obviously, Pogba, was, was, he, he played really well against Southampton again. Um, getting involved for their, for their goal. Well, but yeah, um, you've got um, uh, uh, Greenwood. You know, um, he he's a player that um, I think is looking really good at United. Eighteen points so far. Pogba twenty points. Fernandez twenty one. You know, they're they're the three main players. I, I think that people should be paying attention to. And then obviously we we talk Luke Shaw at the back as well, don't we? Every week. Yeah, yeah, although Luke Shaw he hasn't quite come through the points just yet, Luke Shaw. Um, and you know, they don't, they're not getting the clean sheets that I was hoping they would, which is a bit annoying, but hopefully they can do. Um, well, I think Varane might start this weekend and, and we might see uh, a little bit more of a resolute uh, defence there. So I'm, I'm still backing United for an away win here at Wolves. Um, Wolves still like creating a hell of a lot of chances at the moment. I mean, they've created like 40 plus chances in two games. They just can't seem to hit the target and find the back of the net. So until they until they find that clinical goal scorer, I, I don't think there's anyone of real value um, to having a team from Wolves at the moment. Yeah, no, you're spot on. Um, I think that lines it up nicely. So we're gonna we're gonna go with our captains of the week and transfers of the week. So have you got your captain of the week, Andy? Uh, well, my captain of the week is going to be um, Bruno Fernandez. Um, I'm staying away from the Liverpool and Chelsea players because I don't know how that's going to pan out. I think United against Wolves will get the win. I think Fernandes will you know, come back to form and you know, we'll see Bruno Fernandes um, scoring some goals. And that would be my captain at the moment because of the team I've got. If I do a wild card, that could change. But um, I'm going with Fernandes um, this weekend. OK. Myself, I'm going to be going with Mikel Antonio, my captain. Um, I find uh, sorry, I find West Ham a lot against Crystal Palace. Uh, it's either between him and him or Ben Rama, but I'm going to go with Ben Rama as my transfer of the week because um, you know he's done really well. I like Ben Rama as a player, so Mikanio Antonio is my captain. Uh, ben Rama is my transfer. So West Ham or Yeah, well, my transfer. I think uh, at the moment I'm veering towards actually bringing four nails in for. Um, Harvey Barnes saving himself a million pounds and um, you know I think like I talked about being a differential to everyone who's got Ben Rama I think Fournells might have a good weekend this weekend um, so I'm going to say my transfer is Fournells in and Barnes out Alright, lovely jubbly Okay, so that rounds off uh, the fantasy show for game week three um, as it currently stands I am top of the discussed league between myself and Andy um, as I knew I would be um, probably will be for the rest of the season, <laughs> um, but no, it's been a, it's been an interesting start to the to the fantasy season, to the Premier League season. 
and uh, it's another exciting weekend of football coming up. So we, we will be here same time next week to discuss the results. One of the results to discuss uh, the next fantasy um, predictions. And obviously on Monday slash Tuesday, we'll be there. All right, lovely. Uh, we'll see you in a bit. With you of the Premier League fixtures just spoken about. So, yeah, thank you very much for listening.